0: Welcome back to the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is Be Kind Rewind. My name is Gabe. I'm Logan. And I'm Kyle. Aha! To this year we're talking about uh, another epic uh, cinematic year, 1999. A lot of great movies came out this year. A lot of great movies. A lot of okay movies came out this year. And then one of the biggest letdowns. (laughs) Letdowns came out this year. Should
1: uh, should we start should we start let's, with that? Let's, let's start, start with, with the letdown.
0: Let's yeah. start with the big letdown. All right, let's, the... I mean
1: we've got to have some proper build up though. Yes we do. I mean how so for starters how many years had it been since the last film in this franchise?
0: uh 83 i believe was last um entry into this uh franchise here So
1: 15 years it's, no 16, 16 years, years 16 years sixteen years since the last entry in one of the most popular film franchises of all time. of all time of all time people are chomping at the bit they never thought they would get more movies then all of a sudden you've got this coming out
0: and it was a huge build up oh, everybody's in the line dressing biggest,
1: up biggest the biggest and then they got in the cinema and you know what they got to see they Garbage. got to see the phantom menace
0: Yes, Star Wars, Episode One. Episode One. It is um, okay. So the prequels are regarded as one of the worst three movies of all time. I will say, out of the three of them. I'm sorry, of the, of the franchises, trilogies of all time. I will say out of the three of them, the Phantom Menace was probably not the worst one. That would probably I disagree. Go to, I think
1: it's the worst one. they
0: would probably go to Attack of the Clones, I thought.
1: Attack of the Clones had some fun stuff. I mean, Phantom Menace was not only a bad movie, but it had the most Jar Jar Binks and the most of the annoying little kid Anakin Skywalker. Yeah, and that poor Fan- kid.
2: Phantom Menace had two really interesting scenes.
1: Yeah, That's the pod racing and they scene. they both involved Darth Maul. Yep.
0: No, the pod <laughs> racing All scene. the pod racing yeah. No,
1: they didn't. That's like Quidditch. It's just shoehorned in for no good reason. I understand It was that. fun. <laughs> it was
0: still a fun little scene, though. But, um, yeah, the uh, Duel of the Fates lightsaber scene at the end was amazing, I thought. One of their best, probably one of their best uh, lightsaber fights ever.
1: I do have to ask though, why could Qui Gon Jinn and Obi Wan not beat him together, but then Obi Wan could beat him by himself? Because he just saying
0: had to had to have the motivation. Spirit of the, yeah, exactly. I don't know. Is don't that know.
1: why they always kill somebody in sports movies? Yeah, it's like gotta motivate you kids. Bang.
0: Yeah, let's kill the assistant coach. Yeah. <laughs> exactly.
1: That you know. Oh, I should be a coach. I'd be good at that. Yes, you should. But yeah, no, one of the biggest letdowns of all time, I think.
0: But I will say that poor kid, Jake Lloyd, um, he went on to do nothing. Um, no, he went on to
1: get arrested, didn't he?
0: Probably, because his life fell apart after this movie. He was bullied, I believe, in school, um, and uh, he never came out with another movie since then. So
1: you're saying the force was not strong with him? No, it
0: was not. But, I mean... He didn't have a new Metachlorian. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> that's I mean, That's another it, thing about the movie. The science behind the force. Why? Why did that have to happen? Oh, oh, well. So bad. So Uh, bad. I I mean, again,
1: the the blame for that falls squarely on George Lucas. The man can't direct. He can't get performances out of actors. Nope. So if he casts somebody who's not a good actor, like the kid... it's 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 just not gonna work like some some directors can get a good performance out of a mediocre actor george lucas is not one of them so liam neeson fine ewan mcgregor fine fine. they can do they can make do with what they have i
0: will slightly disagree with you there um i thought out of the prequels a a very terrible trilogy ewan mcgregor was probably the best part and uh that's not saying a lot but i actually thought he his performance of of obi-wan kenobi was
1: actually really good no but I'm, I'm saying the credit for that goes to him yes not anything george lucas did even the Absolutely. script didn't give him much to work no with. it didn't but no ewan mcgregor was great but then you look at oh i don't know say hayden christensen
0: <sighs> yeah sand i hate sand it gets everywhere <laughs> that's the worst part so yeah
1: anyway that is definitely the low point of this year but there was some better, stuff. Was some better what, stuff what else
0: did you like um i uh okay so american pie came out um with jason yeah, but Biggs. i mean there was better stuff no go ahead okay okay american pie it was your typical teen comedy it was actually probably one of the just okay teen comedies because we've had so many um hard hitters like um well another teen comedy that came out this year 10 things i hate about you with uh, julia styles and yeah, that
2: uh, was just until recently that was on my top five Good call. I, I really enjoy that movie.
0: I as, agree as well. Um, Heath Ledger, if you're watching Ooh. that movie, try not to fall in love with him. I'm a straight male, and I was charmed well, by him. Also, Ledger.
1: you don't want to fall in love with him because he is dead, so he, that's not going to go he anywhere. He is dead. So, yeah, it's, it's,
2: it, weirdly enough, it's Heath Ledger and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um, another Joseph, Another great Joseph Gordon-Levitt performances. He yeah. is... um one of my favorite actors and uh top five i would say currently working yeah you
2: he will he will most likely appear on mini movies yes. later in this
0: uh, podcast absolutely. absolutely one of my three top three favorites full time I'm, not, I'm just gonna nah, i don't want to give that away i was gonna say we can talk about that in we can chat. talk about that in 2011 <laughs> Um, and so yeah Heath Ledger super charming Julia Stiles great in that movie too um, the other girl I don't know her name but she was good it was just a fun
2: Larissa Olenek
0: there you go it was just a fun I've watched
2: this movie way too many times
0: and that's fine because it's a fun smart teen comedy um, William Shakespeare's *Taming of the Shrew* uh, adaptation. So there you go.
1: I didn't know he wrote movies. That's, he did. Wow. Yep. Good for him. H- 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 Man H- was ahead
0: of his time. then uh Joseph Gordon-Levitt kind of uh, buckled down, on. buckled down, and really got to work on this <laughs> movie. So that was good for him. What other movies came out in ninety nine? There, Logan.
1: Uh, I you know I have some that I kind of enjoyed, not enough to make my top list, but yeah, *Sleepy Hollow* is a fun one. Okay. Um, I think we've discussed Tim Burton a little bit. I want to say a little bit in yeah. the past. Um, I I don't love his work. Uh, He has made one great movie, and that's Ed Wood. And then a handful, a very small handful of movies I like. Sleepy Hollow was one of them. And then a lot of movies that are just ho-hum for me. Um, But Sleepy Hollow is entertaining. Johnny Depp is quite good in it. I want to say, wasn't Heather Graham in it now that I'm thinking about it?
0: Maybe I was going to say Christina Ricci.
1: Okay, I forget. I forget yes, who. Uh, Ricci, okay, yeah. and of course Christopher Walken as the headless horseman, Ooh. which is the role he was born to play, I think. Um, so yeah, that, that's a fun I'm one. A headless
0: horseman over here. That's my Chris Walken impression. Oh,
2: uh... That sounded like a bad John Lennon.
1: <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, moving on, another, Kyle. What did you yes. like this year? There we go. Uh, there's
2: a lot that I liked. I just uh, let's. Can we just start with my number five?
0: Uh, not quite. Not quite. Not quite. Just because uh, I just want to mention real quick, uh, Rushmore um, did not crack my top five. Uh, Wes Anderson's I not his debut, but his first uh, movie that kind of got traction. Um, Jason Schwartzman, Jason Schwartz, yeah. um, and Bill Murray. The...
2: Um, actually, I do have one more. To while we're in a vein of comedies, yeah. uh, it this is the year in my a uh opinion of the last good adam sandler movie big daddy? uh that was big daddy i will agree no you mean last
1: good adam sandler movie or last good adam sandler comedy
2: okay last good adam sandler comedy that's right. correct yes um because i i was looking at it for 98 he had wedding singer and water boy in 98 and then big yes. daddy and then Everything else afterwards.
0: I think, was there anything Spanglish was great. <laughs>
2: I mean really.
1: uh, to be fair, and I don't love it, and it's probably not one of his best, but I enjoy Fifty First Dates. It's a sweet movie. Yeah, it had its moments. Yeah. Fifty First Dates
2: is good, but like you because of the cast, you immediately compare it, at least I do, to Wedding Singer. Yes. And I prefer Wedding
0: Singer. Yes. Correct. So I'm in Drew Barrymore.
1: more. Um, um so if we're about to dive into our top five, I'm gonna jump in. I have a few movies that were good enough they could have made the top five go for it buddy but again strong year so this year we also had hurricane um which denzel. is again denzel washington Leaf schreiber who doesn't get enough love Nobody or enough not. roles so fantastic um so hurricane is a really good spike lee movie um interesting the insider which i know you were not a fan of but that's I... a movie about the cigarette industry um, i didn't hate it i just starring thought it was... Russell Crowe. i think it was a michael mann movie am i yes, right correct. it's michael mann um, which I mean, come on, you're ready to marry him after Heat. So, oh God, I loved
0: Heat so much. Al and, Pacino uh, was
1: also in this movie. He was. Yep, uh, Al Pacino was in this movie. And yeah. again, it is it's a slow movie, and it, it's slow. a little bit too slow. I'll give you that. Yeah, but it's also really good. So again, it's it's. And I didn't hate this movie. I just thought
0: this movie was about the cigarette industry and and the the court cases and all that. But it was more about Russell Crowe's character, and that was fine. But I just didn't. I didn't love it. I didn't love the execution of this movie, but I. Uh, the directing was fine. The performances were great. Uh, What's his face? So Christopher... you're saying
1: you liked the execution of this movie?
0: Uh, I don't know what I mean. <laughs> I'm just saying. Christopher Plummer played uh, Mike Wallace in this movie. I thought I was watching Mike Wallace. He was that good. So yeah, go performances.
1: Um, and then, lastly, also this year that I don't think made it on any of our top five lists, but is a terrific movie. We've got the Green Mile.
0: Yes, one of the yes, one of the greatest greatest of uh, Frank Darabont movies. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, well, it's my third favorite Frank Darabont movie.
0: One
2: of the
1: greatest, sure Frank Darabont movies. I mean, he hasn't made that many movies. Right? Yeah, he hasn't yeah.
2: really made that many, but yeah. they're all good.
1: Yes. The except mist. the
2: mist, yeah. <laughs> as soon as as soon as it came out of my mind, it was like, uh, except the mist.
0: Except the mist. Uh, Tom Hanks' great performance. Michael Clark Duncan. I mm-hmm. probably not ashamed to admit it. Cried um, mm-hmm. with Michael Clark mm-hmm. Duncan's character. So
1: Barry Pepper. Oh God, he's. So I mean, good. you know, can I, he do no wrong? You cannot sprinkle enough pepper on any movie. Mm, I'm just saying.
0: One. I like that one. That's very good.
1: All right, Um, Kyle, do you want to jump in with your number five? uh,
2: My number five is actually speaking of Russell Crowe is a movie called Mystery Alaska uh, that basically (laughs) it's Russell Crowe, Burt Reynolds, and then a lot of Hank Azaria, I should credit. I should credit, but then a Uh, lot of very good character actors filling up the rest of the cast. And it's about a, I, you will notice I love hockey movies. I'm I have from, noticed that about yeah, you. You're I'm hockey from, I'm right from now. Minnesota, so I love hockey movies. Uh, I was going to write a hockey movie. So, wow. Yeah. Uh, enough. And this one, it's about a small team, an amateur team in Alaska that gets a challenge from the New York Rangers to play an exhibition yes. game. Um, from actually Hank Azaria's character to kind of get publicity for the town and stuff like that.
0: Did Mike Myers make an appearance in this movie, or was that another actor? Mm-hmm.
2: There, is, Mike Myers is one of the commentators for the game. Um, it's it's just a very fun sports movie okay. that. Goes with and also changes some of the normal tropes of a normal sports movie. But what's your number five, Logan?
1: Um, I Again, this was such a good year. I have a tie for my number five spot Um, between being John Malkovich, which is an early movie from one of my favorite writers, Charlie Kaufman. Not his best work, but really interesting and enough to get me really focused on his career. Did
0: Spike Jones direct
1: that? Spike Jones did direct that, I and then they Spike went Jones. on to collaborate on the even better adaptation, which I will talk about the year that came I out. I love Spike Jones. Tie between being John Malkovich and then also Fight Club. Which Good. is again a great Fincher movie, but really from this point on, every time Fincher makes a movie makes a movie, it's a great Fincher movie. Sure. So I'm split. I love both of them, and I really couldn't trim it down. So, you know. Heck, so you my, got a tie. My top five is a top six. I'm sorry. Ladies and gentlemen, there. we
0: have our first tie on this I think ranking. I did this once before, too. But yeah, I think I think you did. You do this quite a bit, Logan.
1: I know. It's my way of getting more movies in there. Don't you think right. you thought of it? What's your Dang, number five?
0: My number five, uh, comedy. Surprise, surprise. Uh, South Park, bigger, longer, and uncut. Uh this movie, at first glance, you'd think, oh, it's just a silly, stupid South Park, long ap- South Park episode. And it is for the most part, but it's a musical, and it's a really good musical. It was nominated for Best Original Song. That's <laughs> right. It was. And it, if they had a Best Animated uh, co- uh, category at the Oscars back then, I'm sure it would have been nominated for that, even though it is very crass and very vulgar. Not a kids' movie, one bit. But uh, the songs there um, Blame Canada. Um, Small Colorado town, I think is the name. I don't know. But it was a great movie. Um, A lot of fun. And uh, I think that was like the part, I don't know. I think that was the introduction of Saddam Hussein in the South Park universe. I could be wrong about that. Um, But yeah, go check it out. My number four of 1999 was just mentioned. Mm -hmm. It's a a David Fincher movie, Fight Club, um, starring Edward Norton. And he was on a hot streak. He was really on a hot streak. And the wonderful, always wonderful Brad Pitt. Mm-hmm. I think Brad Pitt is one of those actors who is a pretty boy, but he is also a wonderful actor. And he chooses mm-hmm. a lot of great roles.
1: And also, though, I don't like her a lot. She's great at this, Helena Bottom Carter.
0: Sure, she is great at this. Hilarious. Yep. Uh, it's, your, it's got your typical twist ending, um, Rosebud. Rosebud. And, um Yeah, a lot of fun. Very gritty movie, though, and uh, very dark movie, we'll say. Jared Leto was also in this movie, and uh, he went on to win an Oscar later on in another year playing a lady. Suicide Squad. Oh, that's right. So, yes. What is your number four there, Logan?
1: My number four, and I think uh, I think I think we're all big fans of this movie, and appears at various points on our list. So yep. I'm just going to throw out the title and move on. The Matrix, love that movie. I
2: love that movie too, Kyle. Yeah. Uh, my number four uh, is Troy Duffy's only good movie, and I think it's the only one he has actually directed, other than the, the sequel. Uh, but it is the movie The Boondock Saints. Okay. Uh, very small independent movie breakout hit but breakout hit like amongst college kids among, so. yeah like i obviously yeah, i watched it in college first uh and it's a very interesting movie about vengeance and mm-hmm. violence and
1: brothers and brothers yeah. irish brothers
2: um i
1: get your rope
2: it's very it's very yeah it's very quotable like, it's a lot of fun for how violent and kind of sadistic it is. Yeah.
1: Not to mention a hilarious turn by Willem Dafoe. Willem
2: Dafoe is yes. fantastic in this yes, film. He was. Uh, and Sean Patrick Flannery mm-hmm. and Norman, Norman, Reedus Norman Reedus as the, yep. as the brothers before, before he was in Walking yep.
0: Dead. I was going to say, the funny thing about Norman Reedus, here's how bad I am at guessing people's actual um, backgrounds, and either that or how good of a performance Norman Reedus did. I actually thought Norman Reedus was from Ireland because his <laughs> accent was, in my opinion, very realistic. I told this years later after he was on The Walking Dead, and he has a southern accent. I'm like, it's amazing how, he, how this Irish actor can have like a... I have such a great southern accent <laughs> turns out no he has an american accent he apparently did a terrible irish accent in this movie yeah he did
2: like me. sean patrick flannery's accent is much better yes, um, absolutely. but what can you do it it's a fun movie i actually ruined a scene from walking dead um, because of nor because of this movie because okay. it was a very emotional scene where norman reedus has to grab a gun and execute somebody and as he puts the barrel of the gun <laughs> to that person's head in walking dead. I start doing the, the boondock lightning. saints oh my God, that's prayer. Awesome. and my friend just glared at me like, no, don't. And oh, that's great. But yeah. And then, uh, my number three is another or very fun movie. This is the most fun. I think any of us have on this list other than South park. Yeah. Uh, the mummy. Mm. Okay uh Brendan Fraser. It's mm-hmm. just a romp, like it's
1: it everything you want from a movie. Like yeah, that. it's everything you want. From yeah, it's like there. It's
2: so well done too in the type of film that it is. Like it doesn't try to be anything, anything too sophisticated. Nope. It knows what it is,
1: but it is hilarious at all the right points. Uh, Rachel Wise is quite good in it. Rachel, she's like.
2: very good. Yes. Um,
1: the actor whose name I can't remember who plays her brother is hilarious he's, in it.
2: He is not in enough
1: things. No, he's he's like the poor man's Hugh Laurie, but he's yes. wonderful. Hmm. Interesting. Um, and, and now, of course, they're remaking it as the big monster universe with Tom Cruise. Yeah, with Tom it Cruise, it all doesn't gritty and meh. Yeah, that's
2: why I said like it. It doesn't seem. It doesn't go out of its lane. Which, it seems like the Tom Cruise movie is trying to be something more... I've I've
1: probably seen The Mummy ten times, and I love it every time. Yeah. Uh, I I actually like the Tom Cruise
0: uh, trailer for The Mummy. Sorry.
1: You should be sorry. Um, We're judging you. And everybody listening, you should judge him too.
0: Even though this podcast is about movie opinions, and you should not judge people. Yeah, but opinions, contrary to
1: what most people think, opinions can be wrong. That's...
2: Yeah. um and then logan what was your number three
1: my number three of the year was toy story 2 and again i think you'll see a lot of pixar sprinkled in over the years sure. um just you know a terrific three movie of all of 99 huh number three of 99 mm. uh, again this was at the point where pixar was just getting better and better every year toy story 1 great movie toy story 2 even better and oh. i'm sure when we get to it toy story 3 is even better than toy story 2 I'll agree with that, but I wouldn't say Toy Story Two is better than Toy Story One. I would, and I would be right, and you would be wrong. Oh, so, God. What's, go, uh, what's your so number three of the continues.
0: year? <laughs> Election. Um, very, very, very vulgar movie. Um, so do not watch this movie if you're expecting like a. I'm seeing a
1: pattern. You you end up saying that's a that a lot. About I do. Your movies. I
0: like vulgar movies. What can I say? Uh, it is advertised. I believe it was advertised back in the day. It's like a, your typical teen comedy um, about high school. It is not that. It is a very adult themed movie um, starring Matthew Broderick and uh, Reese Witherspoon and uh, Chris Klein. It has a very iconic scene I wanna say where he Chris Klein is uh doing his speech for um class president voting um in front of uh the high school crowd and I you know what? Just go see it. It's a it's a funny movie. It's a very funny movie too, and it starts off with a bang, um with a very crass line, but I'm not gonna go there. Number two of all time is also or uh, ninety nine, sorry. Uh is also ninety nine it's also another comedy but it's one of the better comedies ever is office space it is who made up really mike, mike judge, judge. and yeah. i love everything mike judge touches except for maybe king of the hill but even that show is king decent is, yeah um but also he came out with um and butthead beavis and butthead uh silicon valley now yes exactly and one of his other in my opinion great movies um Extract and then with uh, Jason Bateman. Also um the yeah, idiocracy. idiocracy. A lot of people loved idiocracy. Uh so yeah, Mike Judge in the start of his career, Ron Livingston as his pretty much only huge role that you know him from. I think just like um uh Jeff Bridges from The Big Lebowski that he'll be remembered as the dude. I believe Ron Livingston will always be remembered as um what's his name from the office space? It's clear how well you remember (laughs) peter peter there we go and also michael nope uh what's his name the boss gary cole uh his character is also um one of the best characters in in any comedy so there's my number two what is your number two kyle uh my number two uh we skipped logan i know uh
2: but but my number two i will actually just mention the name because i know we're talking about it later uh the matrix
1: oh okay So that worked out perfectly. What's your number two there, and Logan? My number two is *The Sixth Sense*. Okay. Um, which again, it's one of those movies that has a big twist ending that everybody knows at this point, but for me, it does not diminish the movie in any way, Darth shape, Vader or form. Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. Um, no, Darth Vader is Rosebud. Oh. Um But uh, Sixth Sense* is just terrific. It's 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 M Night Shyamalan right as he was about to peak. You know, when he was you know fresh, he was a new kind of filmmaker in hollywood it was his first um, movie right no it was not his first but it was his first big movie oh. um he had made a couple of little movies um he yeah. wrote Stuart little um okay. and then yeah and then he made oh, what was the name of it he made a movie i want to say it was called wide awake with rosie o'donnell Ooh. um i think that was his first movie or first you know american movie um but anyway bummer i missed it six cents uh Yeah, I don't think I really need to talk about it. Almost everybody has seen it. But even if you have not seen it, you know the twist and you say, well, I don't need to see it now. It's not about that. It's not about that. It is. It's it's a movie like all of his really good early work, really his first three or four films. It's a movie about people. And he's one of those directors. We were talking about Star Wars. He's one of those directors who can get really good performances Mm -hmm. out of his actors. So, you know, in in the case of The Sixth Sense, it was Haley Joel Osment, who was terrific. Yep. Um, but yeah, that is that is my number
0: two. And uh, a lot of, it does have a huge twist at the end. It was kind of the big twist of the century, basically one of those movies. Um, and you can still rewatch that movie knowing what happens, and so you rewatch it looking for all the clues, and then you rewatch it again just looking at all the performances. And
1: just, it was a re- yeah, re- yeah. Bruce Willis is amazing in it. Um, yes, yes. Tony Collette, who is one of my favorite actresses, she's Ooh. fantastic. She's really good in this as Haley Joel Osment's mother. Okay. Um, yeah, No. just terrific movie. I want to go rewatch it right now.
0: We're going to bypass or er, wait on my number one. Um what is your number one?
1: Uh well, my number one another kids movie um Stuart big Little. Soft spot in my heart. <laughs> uh, Stuart Little such a good twist ending. No. Yes. Uh my number one of 1999 is actually The Iron Giant, which was not Excellent. a big hit the moment it came out, Excellent but choice. it has continued to build steam ever since it came out. It is it is now very well regarded um it was one of brad bird's first big projects yep. after he left the simpsons mm-hmm. um and i love brad bird i love everything he did on the simpsons um you know he like the simpsons terrific you know th- this movie is just terrific you you can see all of his sensibilities when it comes to animation you know just the little bits of character that are in the animation itself that are just wonderful um, it is it is charming. It features, among other things, Vin Diesel as the voice of the Iron Giant, which is amusing in retrospect.
0: One of his um, b- first big roles. Um, but no,
1: it is, it is probably in my ten favorite animated films of all time. Um, I Jordan. absolutely adore it. Uh, they've been talking about a remastered re-release for a long time that really needs to happen. Um, but no, terrific Brad Bird movie. Best of 1999. There you go.
2: Yep, um, and my number one, we already talked about it. It's one of two movies that is actually on all of our lists, uh, Fight Club. Fight Club. Uh, once again, I, one don't
1: think, of the, I don't think we can talk about Fight Club. Oh, yeah. We're
2: not supposed to talk about it, but okay. what, we, what we can talk about and what we didn't mention, the soundtrack for that, that film is yeah. fantastic. It's what got me into the Pixies um, and just a lot of... Amazing music, as well as all the fantastic filmmaking that we talked about earlier. So,
1: good choice. And my number one, and my number four, and Kyle's number, my
0: number two. Let's all say it together: The The Matrix. Matrix. Uh, Deja vu. So
1: good. It is a
0: epic movie about computers and where technology is going, and makes you really think about: Are we a part of a computer simulation?
1: Well, I mean, it's that, and it's also I feel like it's one of the most genre-defining movies of science fiction since I would say Blade Runner. Sure. Um, You know, it came along, it's just kind of broke the mold. Everybody has been ripping it off ever since, both stylistically and thematically. Um, And the the funny thing is, I I really I don't think the Wachowskis are very good filmmakers. I'm gonna throw that out here, Um, as evidenced by the Matrix sequels. I, I think they had lightning in a bottle and didn't realize it. Yeah, so they, well, I think they they, they took, made a terrific movie.
2: They took all their influences from all the anime yep, and yeah. all the uh, uh, manga and everything that they they've been influenced for on and other action movies, yeah. and just solidified it all into, like you said, it's lightning in a bottle, and they're trying to recreate that, mm-hmm. and it's just impossible.
1: Well, I mean, and yeah, it it worked for the Matrix, and I don't think they understood whatever formula they thought they had because again they made the matrix sequels yep. they made speed racer Ugh. they made jupiter rising oh uh, didn't did they make cloud atlas was that them too no
2: uh i don't believe so
1: oh, okay some reason i want to say they oh maybe analysis, they but, did maybe they were involved but um I think they but did. uh but, but yeah no matrix is really their one great movie as directors sure but it's one of the best it is one of the Around. best of all time
0: it really is and keanu's uh it, it's gonna be keanu's performance that everybody remembers uh, remember no,
1: it's one of head. his
2: five performances that are worthwhile <laughs> yeah. of talking.
1: Uh, I, I might argue with that but oh
2: i said five
1: there's I five mean, okay well got the matrix uh, got Bill and Ted. Bill and Ted. We've got Speed. Speed. We got Hardball. We got. Uh...
2: I I was actually going to go replacements instead of okay, Hardball. Okay, that's five. Um, and then John Wick.
1: And then John Wick is six. And um, got, uh, point Break. <laughs> and so six. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that's nineteen ninety nine.
0: Uh yeah. So that was nineteen ninety nine in a bottle. And uh, <laughs> catch us next year when we talk about the year two thousand.
1: Yeah, we'll see you next year.
2: Thousand...